0: Doricus is proudly in partnership with the Australian Literacy and Numeracy Foundation, committed to bringing literacy to all. To learn more or to find ways to support, please visit ALNF.org. Kids would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognise their continuing connection to land, water, and culture. We pay our respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging.
1: Welcome to week five of season two of Story Kids, where we talk to young people about their original stories and bring them to life with amazing actors, music, and sound. I'm Amelia. And this week, we're doing something really special. We had such an amazing response to one of our earlier stories, we're doing a second chapter. In episode two of season one, we featured That Strange Night, written by siblings Edo and Gabs. If you're already Edo and Gabs fans, you'll be wanting to know exactly what happened to their main characters, Harold and Pimpy, who'd lost their parents and were being threatened by aliens. If you've not listened to that episode yet, press pause and head back to season one. For those of you desperate to find out how Harold and Pimpy are getting on in London, sit back and let the great friend of the podcast, a new Australian Literacy and Numeracy Foundation ambassador, Virginia Gay, narrate Chapter 2, The Mask.
2: That Strange Night, Chapter 2, The Mask, by Eduardo and Gabriella. Do you remember the last adventure when the fat man slash alien chased Harold and Pimpy around? The glowing and the rattling and the destruction. Well, now Pimpy and Harold's hometown has gone back to its normal ways, but there is still an unsettling chill that comes over them now and then. Our story begins as Harold and Pimpy finish school. They're walking home in silence when Harold looks up to see a tent in the distance. It looks... mysterious. Thunder and lightning struck just a few yards away. We'd better get moving, said Harold, as they both sprinted to the tent. As they got closer, they started to tread carefully. They saw little swirly patterns printed onto the tent's canvas. Uh, Hello? Anybody home? Pimpy squeaked. No reply. Silence. The only sound was from the rain. Okay, well, I'm starting to regret this. Harold said nervously. Hello? Still no reply. Pimpy pulled back the tent flap and got a waft of herbs and tea leaves and looked up to find a rather odd sight. Sitting in a meditating position was a frail old woman in a swirly t-shirt. Hello? Hello? you she whispered Harold and Pimpy remained quiet they both silently concluded that this woman was a witch a bony hand grasped Pimpy she thrust something into Pimpy's hands it looked like a hat no it was a mask with binoculars attached he shrieked and stared into the old lady's eyes glowing green skin has returned Harold and Pimpy eyed the mask it had ancient symbols and marks covering the top and bottom edges and horns on either side with black pointy tips Harold and Pimpy took the mask and ran into the damp night green skin as if said Harold. We know there are no aliens. That stuff is over. It's been years. That woman was nuts. Let's get back to our hut. I'm cold. The next day was sports day at school. The oval was packed and something felt a bit off. Harold and Pimpy saw Coach Terry who smiled while staring at them. Coach Terry never smiled. He would normally bark orders like a military sergeant. And if things weren't strange enough, they saw all of the kids in school doing perfect long jumps. And perfect high jumps. Kids were jumping five metres into the air before landing on the other side of the pit with a light thud. The stands were full of people watching, which was unusual as well. Why? because most kids had parents who had disappeared. Who were these people? Harold and Pimpy ran a couple of races and came dead last. But nobody laughed at them. Nobody called them names. Again. Weird. At the end of the day, a huge crowd gathered and awards were handed out. Thousands of people gathered on the Oval, and then Harold and Pimpy's names were called out. They had won an award. The two walked up to the stage, and Pimpy handed Harold the mask. As Coach Terry announced their award, Harold felt the urge to put the mask on. He couldn't explain why. As the binoculars came down over his eyes... He saw the truth. The oval was filled with green skins. They were surrounded by aliens. And Coach Terry, well, he was the fat man slash alien that tried to kill them five years ago. They saw green arms with razor claws and a ragged cloth t-shirt.
1: I had a chat to Edo and Gabs over Zoom all about their newfound notoriety, their process, and their future plans for the story. So
3: we haven't spoken to you guys in a little while, but we had such a great response to your last chapter uh, last season that we thought we've got to get these guys back and hear what happens to Harold and, and Pimpy. Thank um, you. What happened to you guys when when the episode came out? Did anyone listen to it?
4: Uh, well, people at our school said they listened to it and they really liked it, which was good. And, yeah, our um our grandparents
0: also listened to it and, yeah, they all really liked it, which was good. It went pretty well, like, because we, my class also got to uh, listen to it, like, they figured out a way to listen to it, which was good. But it was a ton better with your, like, your special actor and all your events and stuff.
3: So hmm. I want to know where you got the idea for this next chapter. We
0: did some dot points and thought like, you know, what was the first chapter about? Like blah, blah, blah. And then, and then we sort of got into action, I guess. I don't know. That's sort of, I think it's just the dot points that helped a lot. Yeah, we sort of had a plan, so...
4: Yeah, it would have been really hard without a plan. We sort of wanted it to make um, the feeling that everything had mostly gone back to normal except it still felt a little bit off and strange And then, what had happened last time.
3: Your first chapter had such a sensational mm. start, didn't it, about the city mm. of the uprooted and, and all of that stuff. That was so amazing. And this chapter, I loved that you sort of caught us up a little bit with what had happened. Did you feel like it was important to do that?
0: Well, I think it was a bit important because if, if it just came out, I mean, it's been quite a few weeks since the last one came out. So I thought, well, we thought, thought that it would be good just to, I don't know, catch people up.
3: And this this device that you've used of sort of an older person who's got a lot of wisdom or got a lot of understanding that's in a lot of different stories
4: we basically got the idea that she's still, you know sort of a mysterious character even though she might not necessarily be an alien like she's
3: just yeah a bit odd so do you think
0: ultimately she's a helper in the story well I guess you could say that because like she warned them they didn't really believe her but she also gave them something to know that there is something wrong uh, about the world about like what's happening I'm just saying
3: why do you think it's always sort of an older person who's who's got something to give you that helps you along the way why do you think that is
0: I don't know it's just An old person, like, they've experienced a lot uh, throughout their life. So we figured if they know a bit more, like, they're just kids, so they don't know too much about it. So maybe old people have um, experienced a bit more. Do
3: you have any idea about how long ultimately we should make it? How many chapters we're going to make this epic story?
4: Oh, you mean, like, how many of these things oh oh, um um i thought maybe since they're each roughly 500 words yeah um to make it all fit together maybe well you know it depends if how long you guys want to make it as well but maybe like four or five i'm going for 20 what what
3: I uh, Gabs, I love your enthusiasm and I hope we get to make 20 seasons of Story Kids.
1: We'll get back to Edo and Gab's next season to see if Harold and Pimpy are able to outrun the greenskins. Have you ever tried to extend one of your stories into a second chapter? It takes a lot of thinking and planning. Edo and Gab's use dot points to keep them on track, which is a great strategy. Tune in next week as our young writer Lily May tackles a fairy story performed by the wonderful Christine Arnoux. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. Story Kids was written and created by me, Amelia Christo, and Verity Hunt Ballard in partnership with the Australian Literacy and Numeracy Foundation. It's produced by Russell Goldsmith. Many thanks to our great friend, Virginia Gay, and our prolific authors, Edo and Gabs. Until next week, thanks for listening, and remember... There are so many ways to be a story kid.